Welcome to Had a Magical Day, the podcast about Disney parks that's like taking a vacation in the middle of your day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Had a Magical Day, the podcast where people tell us their stories about their favorite day at Walt Disney World or any of the Disney properties. Today we're doing a special episode about the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot. Uh, this is actually from the 2018 Food and Wine Festival. When you listen to this episode, you'll probably be listening to it in 2019, just before the Food and Wine Festival kicks off. Uh, a lot of the dishes are repeated, so you'll probably this will be somewhat helpful, but mainly it's just to give you a flavor of you know what you're going to experience with lots of great food. And we're going to just go. We had a group of people. We went around the world, and we're just going to around the world in the same order and talk about it. And uh, here with me are two of the the friends that were on this trip today, going around the world, uh, Adriana and Albert, welcome. Thank you for being on the show. Scott, thank you for having us. Okay. Thank you for having uh, us. There we yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> so we started out, actually went to the, the Festival Center. If you're an annual pass holder, that was where you get your free stuff. There's a free magnet that you can get. And if you go repeated times, if you go four times, you get a cheese board apparently which we did not none of of us got the cheese board i think it's really overlooked that and they don't play this up enough for annual pass members to go in and find this location to get your your free magnet yeah right and you collect them and you can you know maybe sell them on ebay or something but they're fun to have at home and have them save them up yeah usually they they mail you about the other ones and let you know that they're they're in the yeah, they usually promote the other ones a little better but the food and wine festival i think are special a a mickey with a chef's hat on or a goofy with a chef's hat on and they're a lot of fun to have yeah now at the festival center we didn't really do anything there but it was mainly set up they do a lot of presentations demonstrations and there were some up uh, some wine tasting and uh, i think there was also uh yeah, champagne, someone, champagne some, uh, there was the uh, wine store too yeah i was surprised how packed it was um last year when i had come the you know they had all the same sort of setups but it wasn't as crowded this one you could clearly see all of the presentations were sold out Every seat was full. People were engaged. It looked like a lot of fun. They also have the the Ghirardelli uh, chocolate uh, booth there, uh, selling hot chocolate and some mm-hmm. chocolate pieces. And last year, I was excited. They were giving some samples out. And yeah, no samples this year. No samples this year. So no free chocolate this year. It's, de- it's definitely getting more popular. It was very crowded in the in the parking lot as we were coming in. Yes. And like you said, and the festival center was very packed. It was uh, packed. So we left there, and the first place we went to was Flavors from Fire. So it was barbecue Very food. Good. We ordered the we tried the smoked corned beef with warm crispy potatoes, pickled onions, and blonde ale bear fondue. And we also got the charred chimichurri skirt steak on smoked corn cake with pickled vegetable slaw and cilantro aioli. And we also got the dessert of the chocolate picante, dark chocolate mousse with cayenne pepper, paprika, and mango. The mango wasn't in the chocolate, it was on the side. To kind of balance off the, the spice. So what do you guys think of uh, those dishes? I have to say my, my first impression was from about 200 feet away. They, they, were, they were barbecuing, smoking the food on premise. I was just really excited about that. It wasn't something prepared behind the scenes and brought forward. They had an open grill and you could smell it. Right, you said, yes, "Oh my gosh, it's ten thirty in the morning, and I want barbecue. I want that barbecue." <laughs> so I, I was impressed with the with the flavor profile that they had. I was impressed with the collection. 
Uh, I felt that it was a little short in sort of an overall selection of what they had, but I get what they were trying to do with the barbecue. I, I was very impressed with that station. That one I skipped. It was too early for me to start with the barbecue. <laughs> yeah. I can have barbecue any time yeah. of day. <laughs> I thought the corned beef was really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought it was better than the skirt steak. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. the, the salt level, the seasoning level, and the corned beef was good. A lot of... Um, a lot of corned beef that I'll get at local stores, they, they just seem to go soft on it, right? They're too yeah. scared to have a nice, uh, you know, flavorful corned beef, but this was very good. Yeah. And the chocolate picante was really good. It was probably one of the top two desserts, I think, that I had. Definitely. Definitely. Today. Good presentation yeah. on that. This was the little, like the triangle shaped with the chocolate flare on top. And the little mango sauce on the yeah. side. Yeah, it was really pretty. It was yeah. very beautiful. It was, yeah, it was well high-end pre- presentation. Definitely yeah. for Consistency was great. It was like a little bit of a mousse, yeah. and then they had these little chocolate balls in the bottom of it. I was I was really happy. I was almost sad that was the first thing of the day for a dessert. Yeah, it started high. Yeah, it started very, very high, high at, that, uh, at that booth for a dessert. <laughs> the next thing we did was called the Light Lab. Well, I think it's always the Light Lab, but they did some stuff with the drink. So... We got a, uh, what was it? was, it was a, a flight. flight. Yeah. It was uh, the phosphorescent freeze, which was a flight of three different colored drinks. And the fun was you were supposed to guess what the flavor was. And then there was a card, with a special magnifying glass that would reveal uh, the flavors. I think we all thought they weren't very good <laughs> for the, the most <laughs> of them. And they had uh, ice cubes that lit up in the bottom of the drinks. And so we kind of just dumped out the drinks and saved the ice cubes. So uh, unless you want... Ice cubes that light up, I wouldn't go. <laughs> well, what I thought up. was fun is, and I hadn't seen this last year or the year before, it was a little hidden, so you, you kind of had to know. And some of the other friends that we were traveling with today, they knew it was there. Oh, that's they true. Knew that was out of the way. We had to find and it. And I had walked by it before. I paid no attention to it. It was behind a closed door because it was black lights inside and a little bit darker. I, I have to say that it was fun, right? There wasn't a lot of flavor to the products. Um, it was a little weird. There was some fun science up on the walls, and yeah. everyone was in good moods. And I thought it was just fun. It, it was like a technology speakeasy. If you didn't know about it, you'd right. miss it, right? So, yes. So we had a good experience. And it was fun just to be in there. Yeah, and, just uh, to be inside and enjoy the, the 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 visual, the walls, the design. Whoever prepared that did a great job. They did a fantastic job. It was really really nice, really well thought. A lot of details. Uh, pity that the flight wasn't that good. Yeah. But I think they had the right idea. They just it needed more flavor. They needed yeah. flavor. Yeah. Right. So there was a there was a wonderful like coconut lime that slushy. one tasted that tasted good. But you can yeah. you almost only kind of tasted. Right. The other ones you couldn't taste anything. Like no. The blueberry I thing where no. was a blue raspberry you couldn't taste anything. Uh, okay. So from there we went to Next Eats and. You guys went to Earth Eats mm-hmm. and had the Steakhouse Blended Burger, which is a blend of beef and wild mushroom slider. Yeah, that was very nice. With brie cheese fondue on it. And the Impossible Burger, which is not, it was like fake meat, right? That's kind of, uh, and that had wasabi cream and spicy Asian slaw. It was slaw. very good. Yeah, so you like both of them. They're, I did, but the mushroom, the burger with the mushroom, yeah. man, that, the flavor was like, high quality beef just there you know that's how it tastes they did very good I, th- I think the impossible burger is a very very good burger substitute mm-hmm. but when you're putting it up against high grade Angus and the Angus was blended as they said with um, these you know sauteed mushrooms and a beautiful caramelized onion base Onions. 
and there was a broth in there and it was it was very well seasoned um, I, I skipped the bun I think it was trying to be a brioche mm-hmm. it was a little dry but the uh, the meat itself the filling and a, a little bit of uh, the blue che- uh, the gorgonzola cheese yeah there, there was, was a little a bit of che- gorgonzola cheese on top of it that was fantastic yeah the combination the whole you know mm-hmm. the whole sandwich as itself you know the flavors it had the perfect you know measurement it had it was you know down science it was, yeah I, I'd say the the one downfall on that booth was there should have been some nice compliment to the burgers right there should have been burgers and something mm-hmm. right but the, the two burgers were good yeah. yeah it was very good and I went to the coastal eats and I had the baked shrimp scampi dip because some random person said get the baked shrimp scampi dip so I was like yeah, I'll try that uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I think you tried it. I think you thought it was a little too creamy. Perhaps yeah, so. yeah. You know, hey, I can eat a burger at you know nine in the morning, but oh, put something creamy on my yeah. plate, and no, thank you. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Um, and then somebody else in our party was Jess. Is that her name? She yeah. had the seared scallops, and she thought they were okay, but she liked the other scallops much better at the uh, I think it was Wine City. No, Wine and Dine. Wine and Dine. The wine yeah. and Dine Studio. Wine and Dine wine Studio. And dine studio. So with scallops. If you're a fan of scallops and you're there, uh, this, those are the ones to have apparently at the Wine and Dine Studio. Okay, so after that, uh, a little bit further up was the Chocolate Studio, and we had the Liquid Nitro Chocolate Almond Truffle. Mmm, delicious. So this is, you know, the outside of the the chocolate is frozen with liquid nitrogen. Um, did we get anything else? That was just the only thing there, right? That we got. That was the only thing that I that we got, yeah. Yeah, that was no that was the the notable item. It was fun. They were yeah. they were freezing it there on location. You could kind of look over and watch. They had the nitro. They was just you know like dipping the ball inside the nitro, and they had like this big scoop to just you know rescue from the nitro lake. Yeah, they did a nice job. It's just it was made it like a little shell, it was mm-hmm. a little frozen shell, nice and a little soft chocolate inside yeah a little ganache i mean i think part of the fun though is you know they're getting on the trend of this nitrogen ice cream and you see a lot of these chains that are popping up the fun is watching them do it yeah so you have kind of a format of presentation of how they're preparing the food and serving it to you and it's not conducive for you to watch that so i think there was a little miss there that they should be set up so people can see the ice cream go in get excited see the smoke all the you know steam come off of it and then pull it out on you right. know it's rock solid and then it pulls the moisture in and it turns white and then you go and eat it and that's and that's part of the experience and I, I think they missed that here but otherwise the ganache was perfect the chocolate was the right amount of richness and sweetness and yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was very well done that was really good. Yeah, I forgot about that one saying the other one was top two so it was like, like three top desserts and I said that one yeah we got that was a good one the, the picante mm-hmm. and then one we're gonna talk about now which is in Greece which was the uh, Chocolate baklava? Oh, the bagatza? How do you say that? Oh, yeah, with the custard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We had, really nice. We had three things in Greece, and we liked all of them. There's the bagatza, which is like a warm phyllo dough strudel with mm-hmm. sweet vanilla custard in it with yeah. a little that bit of lemon nice. honey syrup. Oh. And we had the spanakopita. Which spanakopita. Is Perfect, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. And you had the Taste of Greece, which, no, you had the... Uh, you had Taste like, of Greece, mm-hmm. yeah. It was the yeah. chicken, the lamb, and the hummus on a small pita. On a like small a pita. really small pita. Yeah, they they hit it out of the park with Greece this year. This was uh, fantastic. I think the, the dessert, they had some variant on that last year, 
but just from the total curation of like a starter, a main, and a dessert, yeah. they nailed it. They were all top quality. They were all well presented on the small Very plates. Good, yeah. Yeah. It was the it best was, balance that any of the best balance. Had, yeah. And on the <laughs> on the dessert in particular, you know, it says lemon, so you know you're not sure what to expect. It was just, just sort a, of like the hints. right yeah. essence of lemon on yeah. top of it. There was no sourness to and it. And it wasn't too sweet. Right, it wasn't too sweet. Uh, the tzatziki. No, it wasn't a hummus. It was tzatziki. Tzatziki was on there. Yeah, yeah there was yeah. tzatziki on the pita. The tzatziki was perfect. The chicken was perfect. The lamb, not so much. That was the lamb meatball. Right? Yeah. I think it was. It was a little bit harder, a little bit dry, but the the sauce made up for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was too gainy. Like it was just the lamb. There was no. I missed like a little extra seasoning. Sometimes you know mint. Mm. You know, some um, some extra spice in there. Okay. So I could yeah. just say the, 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 the lamb. They just strong because lamb is very strong. Lamb is very strong. But but it wasn't. It wasn't over gamey. Um. Oh, for to you, me, was. to my taste, <laughs> I like when it comes disguised in this, you know, in, in uh-huh. different spices and mint, and you have like. The well, whole... Scott, you're the tiebreaker here. You had you had some of that meatball, that lamb meatball. Do you remember? Uh, no, I didn't actually. I didn't. Oh, you didn't no. have it. Uh, we no, ate I, it all. I had. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. We split it well, I guess it wasn't too gamey for us then. We ate it all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was small. It was a small meatball. <laughs> But that was that was definitely out of, out of all of the booze, I think, from yeah. overall curation and, and yeah, selection all and quality. Yeah, all dishes were good. Yeah, yeah, Greece hit it out of the park. Well, yeah. there's another one that Scott's gonna talk up front that was really nice. Cause like all three. We'll get there. Every, yeah. I'll wait for it. There we go. Yeah, we're a little away. Okay. We have some, some on the other side of the world stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now it started to get pretty crowded in the park. So we didn't really do uh, Mexico or China, but you guys had been. Before. To China before. Oh, yeah. You've been to Mexico the, too. Because in Mexico, well. you said uh, the tostada that you like yeah, a lot. Yeah, the tostada with what was the the meat? It was a, uh, a pork, either a pork belly, a crisp pork belly on there, tostada. Short rib. Oh, it's a short rib, the short rib tostada. Short rib tostada. Yes. Oh, that was fantastic last mm. year that we had. Or no, we There was a lot it, of um, short rib throughout the yeah, park. Yeah, sh- short rib. Right? Do you notice that? Yeah. It must either be very cheap or very popular. It's popular, it's popular right now. <laughs> and then in China, you had the. Uh, Baobun. Oh, the, the Baobun. The duck, duck Peking yeah, duck, duck Baobuns. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the listeners need to be aware they run out early. Those bao buns, I guess they just don't have enough of them made during the day. And if you get there late in the day, it's there's no more bao bun. Yeah, yeah we're going back tomorrow to get some bao bun. That's the plan first thing in the morning. You stopped by had tea today, right? At, in China? Or? Oh, yeah. Because, that? yeah. Was it, it was bu- too bubble tea hot. Or what was it? The lychee iced tea. Lychee, lychee iced, iced tea. tea. It okay. was perfect because, man, it was hot. It was hot. <laughs> it was hot. We're burning. It's Florida. Uh, no shade. <laughs> so, and we're, it's fall, but it's still burning. It's still burning. Yeah, the, the line for the for China booth was just ridiculously long. And the line today. for the tea itself. Uh, the, the, to tea the tea was, you waited 20 itself, minutes for the it tea. It was like a big line. Yeah. That was pretty intense, but it was, you're right. It, it was, was worth, worth it. it. Yeah. It was really worth every minute yeah. because it was so refreshing and so fulfilling. It was really good. Really good. And then we skipped a lot of Europe. We kind of skipped Germany and Italy and Spain. They were both very crowded. Yeah, it was right. Very, Everything was getting very, very crowded. Very, very crowded. Point. But yeah, you went to Morocco. 
Right? Oh yeah. Oh, I think this is maybe the other. One. This is the other one I'm she's talking about. I'm a big Middle Eastern f- food fan. So, <laughs> so we had so there were hummus fries, which was basically like fried hummus, and then they had the chocolate baklava. Oh and boy! Did you get the the kefta pocket? Yes. As well? Yes. Okay. Yes. Which is seasoned fantastic. ground beef in a pita pocket. That was another one that to me, like all three were very, very good. Mm. Well, I, I'm going to have to object on that because I think the dessert here, they underplayed. It was something you might be able to go in and get in a Middle Eastern store in a tin. And then they just, shaking your head now. And <laughs> they just drizzled some chocolate on it. It nope. was good. but It was very good. But compared from the desserts from the other booze that we've had this i think i was just totally underwhelmed by this maybe it's personal taste because i don't like chocolate uh, like okay. i'm not into chocolate and that dessert i would go back to eat more well there was just a drizzle of chocolate on top exactly but, <laughs> that's what i'm saying maybe it's a personal taste yeah. but for the walnuts for the filo dough used the balance of sweetness i think it wasn't overly sweet because the baklava there is this prop to me uh personally i don't like anything that's too sweet mm. so well, sweets for me they sweets. are like yeah. french or italian mm. they are just enough they're sweet enough but not overly sweet and that baklava it was just perfect well, it listen, was we, we don't want to bury the lead here and that was the fried hummus, hummus. and four large kind of brick triangle or brick squares right it is. and it was i mean it was a lot of it i i couldn't have eaten all of that on my yeah. own we split it amongst uh, three or four people sampled it and don't that forget the fantastic. little salsa like not yeah. the little salsa made with tomato cucumbers and onions and a little bit of uh, uh lime oh that was fantastic yeah. that was beautiful that was beautiful very, very beautiful good. i mean that's almost like um you know you could serve that as a main with a side yeah it was so good yeah, that, they did a very good job at that booth. Yeah. Very, very good. And then uh, next, we went to Adriana's homeland of Brazil. Oh, yeah. That and was another home run. Chris, crispy pork belly, which is always popular. and Black bean? Uh, yes, with black beans. And the moqueca, how do you say that? Moqueca. 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 Which is a seafood stew. Although it wasn't really like a... I mean, it was on rice, so you didn't mm-hmm. even need a spoon. So it was very thick in terms of not really being like a what you might think of as a as a soup. Um, so pork belly. What do people think of the pork belly? Oh, so good. Beautiful. You know the the pork belly in that dish is almost like a, a side to the beans. The black beans. I'm not a big fan of black beans. The beans are really good. Though. Don't have yeah. a big history of eating black beans, but those black beans last year they did the same. This year. Those beans are just infused with flavor. They're just, yeah. they're, you could push everything else aside and just, and just eat, eat the beans a bucket and you're of happy. Those and yeah. you'd be very, very happy. <laughs> yeah. And to contrast that, though, with the, with the seafood soup, it was light. It was a, a bit creamy, mm-hmm. right? It was on the rice, was done very, very well. So I think the, you know, the, the preparation at Brazil was very, very top notch and two different. Mm-hmm completely different taste profiles both of them well done yeah i like both of them my only complaint is like on a pork belly i like a little more fat on the pork belly these are very lean pork bellies well it was more it was half and half a little bit more of meat and just you know a little coating of Mm. the the fat itself For, for some reason i remember last year when we had the pork belly there it was like 
all, all fat, fat and a little bit of skin maybe a little bit of gristle on the end of it yeah. and that was almost too much so maybe maybe there was some feedback but also these pieces are all random right so maybe it was just the luck of the draw today that that's what yeah. we got Right. Either way, it was prepared perfectly. It was soft. It was tender. Great yeah. flavor. And the other one that uh, we're forgetting is the pão de queijo, the cheese bread. Oh, oh the cheese right. bread. The cheese bread. Right. And also this year, they had the oven, the ovens running on site. So because the, the mystery and the correct way of serving uh, cheese bread, it's fresh out of the oven. I, we're mm-hmm. talking like, like 30 seconds out of the oven. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, when you, gotta you eat need it. to. And it's so good that it, everywhere you go and you can find it, it's sold out. Like when it's coming out of the oven, everybody who loves it will buy 10, 12, you know, 20 or whatever. Yeah. And they will just eat. And um, actually, one of our friends that was, you know, she was in our group, she made that comment that um, she preferred a lot more this year because last year when she ate, it was a little harder. Right. It wasn't It wasn't soft as like it soft. Was today. And today, like, we could see them, you know, just with the big trays transferring from the fridge into the oven and nonstop and big, big size. They were large. Really they were large nice portions. Nice size. And I'm, I'm used to... And it came in twos. Yeah. They I'm, had two pieces. I'm used to going to the Brazilian restaurants and they give you ones that are, you know, about Smaller. as round as a silver dollar, right? And so it's a good size and you eat three or four of those or maybe even five. But these were like big, healthy donut size and a good balance between the breaded outside, the cheese inside... And to Adriana's point, they were really, they were making and baking them right there. And I love that they made that change. They realized that, you know, like. Yeah, because it's a big logistical change. Yeah. Yeah. So someone someone took some feedback and said, hey, we got to do this better next year. And they nailed it this year. Yeah. So that was a good, that was a good all around booth. Yeah, that was great. I like the, 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 the way that the whole, uh food and wine is prepared mostly you know the food part where they really go through people that actually know each country mm-hmm. so when you're eating in brazil and i'm from brazil you're like literally eating the same way we eat in brazil the same flavors the beans i was you know it feels like my mom did mm-hmm. you know she cooked that bean those beans <laughs> you know it was it was to that point so i can only imagine Morocco and China, you know, same. they do, they have the same standard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whoever does this, you know, thought process and preparation and logistics and everything, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. congratulations to Disney this year. This is a big logistical challenge. Tens, hundreds of thousands of people and bringing all this food forward. Yep. And we enjoy it. We enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. This is a great event and it's getting more popular every year, and rightly so. Yeah, unfortunately, it's and, getting more crowded. Yeah. <laughs> but, and the other thing is, like, I don't know if you guys noticed, uh, for the the spring, the flower festival, mm-hmm. before it would be only flowers. There's more and more food there. Yes. But now they found the jackpot and they realized yeah. that they need to... So, this past uh, flower uh, festival, they had the food booths related to flowers and farm mm-hmm. and nature, right. which I thought was very, very interesting. I was like, man. For, for Epcot, which I think kind of lost its luster and attraction for many years after it had opened, 
I could easily see it turning into just a, a full year-round food festival facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whether it's tying into a major holiday or the flower festival, this really packs them in. People are waiting 30, 45 right. minutes to get to a booth to try something. In yes. a way, it's almost turning into like a, a world's fair that's constantly constantly yes. evolving. Which is kind of what that was supposed to be anyways, the mm-hmm. showcase part of it at least, not the entire Epcot, but... Yeah, so this is uh, fantastic. Maybe the food is the key. Yeah. Who cares about the technology? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just fatten us up. We're Americans. Well, on that note, we'll we'll wrap this up. Thank you for, this is a a great day, and it was great to kind of relive it again, uh, even though we're still reliving it in our stomachs. Yes, we are. uh, Yeah, there's a lot of great food. Uh, If you've never been, you should definitely go check out the, the Food and Wine Festival. Well, thanks, Scott, for having us again. We enjoyed it. All right. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having us again. All right. Thanks.